song, and you know, the Lord just, Holy Spirit just spoke to my heart. He says, you need not fear for your life, because you have no life. He says, I am your life, and you can never lose me, because I'm your life. So just relax. There's nothing to fear. Cause, why? Through his death, he destroyed him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and delivered them that who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. That's fear of whatever that virus is, corona. He's bigger than corona. Every corona is going to bow before him. And there's fear of it in the name of Jesus. So he's above all. <clears throat> I was in my office and Marion come in and I was reading this in, in Peter because I know he always asked me, what are you going to preach on? <clears throat> I said, Marion, I'm going to preach the word. <laughs> and I said, I'm, I'm like Peter. I was right there when he come in. Peter, 2 Peter chapter 1, he says, Wherefore, I will not be negligent to always put you in remembrance of these things, though you know them and are established in them, this present truth, Yea, I think it meet, as long as I'm in this tabernacle, to stir you up by way of remembrance. Amen. Come on. Yeah. Knowing that shortly I must put off this tabernacle, even as the Lord God has showed me. Moreover, I will endeavor that after I'm gone, you may be able to what? Remember all these things. Remember it. You know, the only answer we got to all the mess that's going on is the word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will not pass away. Amen? Amen. 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 You know, I was thinking, <clears throat> I heard a, <clears throat> I think he was a pastor say, the time of sowing is over. The time of harvest is here. Amen. But I thought, you know, that sounds real good. But, Jesus, but God said this right after he had destroyed the earth. And he said, I'm not going to destroy the earth anymore. I'm not going to curse the earth or the beast or the what's in the earth anymore. Now listen to this. He said, while the earth remains, there is seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. Why are we here? There you go. Occupy till I come. And I want to tell you something. Your words that you speak are seeds. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. He that soweth to him flesh shall reap of his flesh corruption. But he that sows to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Your words are seeds, and they'll bring forth after their kinds. We've got to see that we're living in that time now. Uh, James chapter 1, verse 21 in the New, Live, New Living Translation says, So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives. Humbly accept the word of God that he's planted in your heart, for it has the power to save your souls. This is the word of God that has the power to save your souls. You know, it's a time now that we need to believe. We need to perceive. We need to receive we need to conceive and we need to achieve what that word of God has planned for us. 
Paul told Timothy, if he saved you, he called you for a purpose. And not what you purposed, but what he purposed for you before the foundation of the world. And we need his word to finish what he's called us to do. And that's why we're here. We've got to finish what he called us to do. Receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. It says, for if any man is a, sees the word as in the mirror and he walks away and he forgets what manner man he was. But we're not to just hear the word. We're to be the word. We're to do the word. The word is living and active in us. And we see in chapter 1 of John, what's it saying about John? <clears throat> I love chapter 1. Verse 1, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him is life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent by God whose name was John. He came to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. That was the true light, which lights every man that comes into the world. How many men? Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came into his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe into his name which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And John bare witness of him, saying, This is he whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have we all received grace in exchange for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth, where did it come by? Jesus Christ, our Lord. John 6, 29, they came to Jesus and said, Good Master, what must we do to do the works of God? Jesus said what? This is the work of God, that you believe into me. You believe, you perceive, you receive, you conceive, and you achieve what he's called you to do. This is the time to do that. Let the Word of God work in you today. I want you to see, every time you sow something, death and life's in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So don't be deceived. This is not a time to quit sowing seeds. This is a time to sow the seeds of righteousness. This is a time to speak life, not death. It's a time for, to let the Word of God... What did it say? Let the Word of Christ dwell in you, what? Richly overflowing, speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart, heart to the Lord Amen. and giving thanks unto the Father in everything. In what? Amen. Everything. Give thanks. Hallelujah. Amen. This is a time. This is a new time. You know, and the Word of God is always alive and active to build the very life of Jesus in us. 2 Corinthians 3.18, we beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being exchanged into the same image even as by the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Ghost. And whom the Son sets free, free indeed. In John 8.31, if you continue in my word, 
Then are you my disciples, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. You got to continue. You can't just receive it one time and sit on it. You know, man can't live by what? But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. If we treated the word of God like we treat our meals, we'd have a lot more word in us. I'm telling you, you need to get in that word. You need to meditate on it day and night. Even under the law, what do you say to Joshua? This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night that you may observe to do all that is written therein. Then he's going to make your way prosperous and you're going to have good success. That's under the law. How much more? Much more. The word of Jesus, the words of Christ. The word of God implanted in you will build the very life of Christ in you. He is the word. Second Peter chapter 1 says, verse 3, According as his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises. What? Through the word. Through the word. Precious that by these promises you might be partakers of his divine nature. You want to be a partaker of his divine nature? It's in the word. It's all there. What did Jesus say to the scribes and Pharisees? He said, don't think that I'm going to judge you in that final day. I'm not going to judge you. The words that I've already spoken to you will judge you in that final day. And the word has gone forth. And he says, Given to you promises that by these you might be partakers of his divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. What does the word lust mean? It means the diseased condition of the old soul. The diseased condition of the old soul. It's where lust springs from. Thank God we got a new soul. Colossians 2.9, For in Christ dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principalities and powers. How many? All of them. He came to destroy the works of the devil, right? 1 John 3, 8. He that sinneth is of the devil. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. And he has the key of death and hell. Amen. Satan doesn't have it. Amen. So you don't need to fear death. Jesus said in John 6, 63, that the Spirit, he says, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they're life. They are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Where's that? Proverbs chapter 4. Attend unto my word. Incline your ears unto my saying. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. And he says, for they are life to those that find them and health to all your what? Flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the streams, the issues of life. Amen. Keep it. Keep the word in your heart. What's wonderful? God said, I'm going to give you a new heart. He says, your old heart's corruptible. It, it says it grieved God in his heart that he had made man. And that's when he said, I'm not ever going to destroy the earth because of sinful man. As long as the earth remains, there'll be seed time and harvest. But the earth's not always going to remain. Because the Bible says there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Wherein dwells righteousness. And that's where we're going to be. But in the meantime, listen, saints, it's time to get out of your caves. And those that's watching me right now, it's time to get out of hiding. Why should you allow COVID, whatever it is, COVID, 
to keep you locked up and to tell you where you can go and what you can do and what you can't do. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. As many as are led by the Spirit. What if we, led by the Spirit, goes and say whatever He tells us to say, wherever He wants us to say it and do all that. That's what we as Spirit-filled Christians are called to do. Not to hide. Isaiah 42 says He's come, what? To open the prison doors. People that's hidden in bondage. Most people today that's hiding are there because they want to be there. The, the lock's on the inside, not the outside. I'm not being mean. I'm just telling you, if you're a spirit-filled Christian, you have a right to do what? What he did. What does it say? First, first, uh, Second Timothy 1, 7. God didn't give you the spirit of fear. Who did? The enemy. But a power, love, and a sound mind. You know, it says in 1 John, he that feareth is not made perfect in love. Because fear has torment. But perfect love of God casts out some fear. How much fear? All fear. Because fear has torment. 366 times in the Bible, it says, fear not. For I have redeemed thee. I've called you by my name. You're mine. When you walk through the rivers, they won't overflow. You walk through the fire, you will not be burned. Come on now. This is a supernatural thing we've been called to walk in. We're called to walk in the difference that uh, Christianity is. It's supernatural from start to finish. It didn't start supernatural and take over by man's creeds and doctrines. It's supernatural from start to finish. That's who you are. You're spiritual. You're not carnal. That's why we got to let the word of God dwell in us richly. Jesus said in John 14, 20, 14 24, the words which you hear are not mine, but the Father which sent me. Jesus spoke the words of his Father. These words are spirit and they are life. They are the truth. They are alive. They create life. John 14, 10. The word that I speak to you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwells in me, he does the works. The words I speak do the works. I think it's time for you to, to understand that when your words go forth anointed with the Holy Ghost, they're going to produce works. We don't just need works. We don't need idle words. We need idle, we need works, words that produce works, that bring forth fruit. Why? By grace you're saved through faith. <clears throat> and that faith not of yourselves, the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. But we are his workmanship, created in Christ to do good works, as you speak forth his word. Now, Lord, behold their threatening and grant to your servants that with all boldness we may speak your word by stretching forth your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done in the name of the holy child Jesus. Behold their threatenings. What was the threatening? Shut up. Don't sing. Don't go to church. Stay locked up in your homes. Not on my watch. I don't know about you. Peter said, what did he say to him? Well, I don't know, king, guys, but I think it's better to obey God than it is to obey man. When it comes to matters of life and death, it's better to obey God than man. Because God didn't give you the spirit of death. God gave you the spirit of life. And we have that in Christ Jesus. The word creates the miracles. The living word had the power of working miracles through the one that releases them. 
John 14, 12, Verily, verily, I say unto you, To who? Say me. me. He that believeth into me, the works that I do shall he do, and greater works than he, these shall he do, because I go to the Father. And whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. The Word of God releases the joy of the Lord. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's what we have. Psalms 119. It says, I rejoice at thy word as one that finds great spoil. Psalms 119, about verse 9, says, says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Wherewithal, verse 11, shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereunto according to your word. Psalms 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Amen? Amen. You with me, Rod? Oh, you're not. You're not. No, he's lost back there. <laughs> Lord, help him be found. The computer's messed up again. I'm sorry, people. You trust me? You trust me? Okay. Woo. I'm going I'm to turn to we'll Proverbs. I want to turn there just a second. Oh, hallelujah. We did... Okay, I want to go to Psalms once, Proverbs one sixty two. You know now why I don't read it, don't you? It takes too long to get there to waste the precious time. I'm still going to read it. No, I'm in Psalms. No wonder I couldn't find it. You get in the Holy Ghost sometimes. The, the, Letters just, it's better just to go. Rod tells me all the time, won't you just quit messing with that and just go on? Okay. I, I understand what he's saying. Okay. Help me, Jesus. Ah, man. It's here. Oh, I've got, be still and know that I'm God. One, uh, verse 97, Psalms 119, 97. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation day and night. Whew. Through your commandments thou hast made me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. Ooh, I, oh, I have more understanding than my teachers for thy testimonies are my meditation. I meditate in it, what? Day and night. Verse 162. Whew. I rejoice at thy word as one that finds great spoil. I rejoice at your word as one that finds great spoil. 165, great peace have they that love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. What? Nothing shall offend them. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, that it might sanctify and cleanse you with the washing of the water by the word. Hallelujah. 
See yourself right now, sanctified, cleansed by the word of God. You know, Abraham considered not his own body, said now dead when he was about 100 years old, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded what God had promised he was able to perform. Hallelujah. Now we are children of Abraham. Job 23, 12 says, Neither have I gone back from your commandments of your lips. I have esteemed your words of your mouth more than my necessary food. What did Jesus say? He that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. Okay, 1 Peter 2, chapter verse 1 and 2. Wherefore, lay aside all malice and guile and hypocrisy and envies and evil speaking. And as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. That's how you're going to grow, through the word of God. Amen. Amen. Psalms 107, verse 9. He satisfies the longing souls and fills every hungry soul with goodness. Luke 1, 5, 3. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. Every verse is every Chapter in the verse is mine. Every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line. You know, I was thinking this morning, I had a flashback of my dad and my older brother sitting on the side of the bed playing their guitars. And they were singing, Just a Closer Walk With Thee. Granted, Jesus is my please. Daily walking close to thee. Let it be, dear Lord. And it be. That's where they are. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered, set free, saved. Woo! Just had a flashback. Some flashbacks are good. Okay. His word says he forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. How many? All of them. It's good stuff. David said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities, heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. So then what? Faith comes by hearing. And hearing comes by the word of God. Isaiah 53 is your book. That tells you all about most important chapter in the whole Bible. Tells you about why Jesus died for your spirit, your soul, and your body. He made the exchange. We call that the great exchange chapter. So you, he became what you were so he could make us what he is. God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. Not imputing their their sins to them, but has committed to us the ministry of exchange. God was in Christ. He knows who you are. Proverbs 10, says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and adds no sorrow with it. Allow these thoughts in your mind. 
Don't allow any other thoughts. Bring into captivity every thought to the obedience to Christ. John 14, 23 said, If a man love me, he'll keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come in and we'll make our abode, our union with him. With him. If you abide in me, John 15, 7, and my words abide in you, ask what you will, and it will be done. Hebrews 1, 3, upholding all things by the word of his power. Hebrews 11, 3, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. By what? The word of God. So that the things which were seen were not made of things that appear. Psalms 33, 6 and on. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. The word of God creates miracles when it flows from the life of God. As the Spirit of the Lord quickens His Word, miracles begin to flow. The Word which you hear is not mine, but the Father that sent me. Meditate in His Word. What did He say? Psalms 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinner, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he doth meditate day and night. He will be like the tree planted by rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf will not wither, even in drought, and whatsoever he does will prosper. So let the word dwell in you, Richard. Don't let all this other stuff in your, in your mind. It's the time to say enough. Don't allow this thing to dictate what you say and what you do and where you go. As many as are led by the Spirit... These are the sons of God. What does he tell you to do every day? What is he leading you to do? Don't follow your fear, follow your faith. Because without faith is what? Not just hard, but what? Impossible. You know, Proverbs 4.18, you know, I want to go back, if I can, if I can find Proverbs. If I can find Proverbs, I want to read some verses in closing. I want you to see something. Uh, I quoted that a while ago, but I want to see a verse. Uh, okay. Attend unto my words, incline your ears to my saying, let them not depart from my, your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they're life to those that find them, and health to your flesh. Now, I want you to see that health to your flesh. You get that? Yeah. Now, I want you to turn with me to chapter 12. Proverbs 12. Okay. Verse 8. No. Proverbs 12. Mm -hmm. All right. It says, verse 5, The thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counsel of the wicked are deceit. The words of the wicked are to lie and wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright shall deliver. The wicked are overthrown and are not, but the house of the righteous shall stand. A man shall be commended according to his wisdom, but his perverseness in his heart shall he despise. He that despised the servant, it says a righteous man. Uh, okay, where's he at? Okay. Chapter 13.
Verse 17 says, A wicked messenger falls into mischief, but a faithful ambassador is health. A faithful what? We are ambassadors of exchange. A wicked messenger faileth, falls into mischief, but a faithful ambassador is health. 15, 4. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Is what you say important? 16, 24. I know what the problem is. I read all these in the Passion. Verse 23 says, The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. I'm telling you, the word of God is where health is. Who healeth what? All your diseases. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done. Ponder the path of your feet. Let all your ways be established. Amen. Amen. Psalms 119, 154. Quicken me according to your word. Quicken me. Who's the one that quickens you? The Holy Ghost. He will quicken your mortal body. How many of us need a quickening in our mortal bodies? Amen. Amen. You know, I was reading something this week, and I had to do a double take. It's in this book, and I trust the guy because he's very well known. He said he had this evangelist friend. That when he was a child, he, when, when he was young, he did some things he shouldn't have done and got thrown into prison, thrown into jail. And he got saved in prison. And they had a hair sample of his that he did this thing. But when it went to court, they took his hair sample and it wasn't the same guy. And he says to the court, I'm not the same guy that I was then. His hair sample had changed. His DNA had changed. I want to tell you, you don't have Adam's DNA anymore. You got Christ's DNA. You're citizens of the kingdom. I got goosebumps because we know spirit, soul, and body. But he said his DNA had changed and they couldn't do anything but let him go. And he's been preaching as evangelist ever since. Don't tell me with God all things are possible. You're not who you think you are. You're, you're, who, you're who he thinks you are. Now you've got to start walking in the ways that he wants you to go. Okay, well, I've staggered around here long enough. Oh, man. I forgot what it felt like to not be able to find nothing. Oh. Feels good, though. Acts chapter 5, and I'll close with this. Okay. Verse 17, the high priest rose up and all they that were with him, which is a sect of the Sadducees that were filled with indignation, laid their hands on the apostles and put them in common prison. 
But the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said, Go stand and speak in the temple, if they'll let you. They don't have the door closed. Go in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. All the words. I'm telling you, this is what we need to be preaching, the words of this life. Not words of death, but words of life. If you watch the world news tonight, Jan and I are talking about it, and even your local news, most of it's negative. Most of it's not the words of life, it's the words of death, of what's happened or what might happen. I'm telling you, we're commissioned to speak the words of this life. So we got to what? Keep your heart. Keep it. Set a watch over it. Guard your heart. Amen.